You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Under the Dome After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Under the Dome After 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 what? Ooh. After. <laughs> hey, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another Under the Dome after show. This is episode 109, The Fourth Hand. I am Matt Lieberman, and joining me, as always, is the wonderful, fantastic Miss Jackie Borowski. Hey. Hey. Uh, so I just wanted to really quickly thank uh, fans for your patience. Uh, I know the episode is is late this week. I got trapped in uh, a dome in Alaska. In a dome in Alaska, <laughs> uh, and my f- I, my flight got delayed, so I was not able to make it on Thursday. So thank you for waiting the few extra days. Uh, exciting news for this coming Thursday's episode. So get ready, Neil Bear, the one of the showrunners, e- EPs of Under the Dome, is going to be in the studio with us to talk about the episode on Thursday. On Thursday. Yes. Which is super super exciting. So this will be a preview since you're probably watching or listening to this on Monday. Right. This will be a episode preview and then you'll get another episode on Friday. Yeah. Of our show. Right. Yes. Yes, of our show. So, <laughs> when you're listening to this show tomorrow before you watch the actual show at night, know that the following show <laughs> on Thursday will have Neil Bear on it talking about Under the Dome. Yes. Very very exciting. Uh, so let's get to it. The fourth hand. Uh, we learned a bunch of stuff. The plot got advanced in a big way. We got introduced to a new character, even though we're under a dome and you can't just make people appear. Um, let's just. And ju- this character was not a mirage. No, she was not the dome working magic. Like when 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 Max first appeared, right? I thought, okay, is is the dome projecting? Uh, is the dome projecting Big Jim's dead wife? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yes, uh, or someone in general, right? And then Natalie Zia pops up, and and I love her from Justified, and she's also on the following and a few other things. And uh, no, she's his connection to the drugs and the propane. And she, she seems like a total mob boss. Oh, totally. Yeah. But she's like, you know, sexy woman mob boss. You know, like, I'm not, like, all you men are my pawns and my playthings, and I'm just going to go and do my mobby stuff. I also like that in the midst of a tragedy, disaster situation that is the Dome, where she ostensibly was supposed to be just traveling through to just check on things. Yeah. Um, I feel like she managed to keep all of her makeup, hair, stuff, outfits with her. Yeah. She traveled with a travel? whole bunch of like nice dresses and yes. a leather jacket. And even though the entire town was evacuated underneath the cement factory during the missile episode, 
No one knew she was there. Which she did not go. She was still hiding out in that house, dressed to the nines. Except she wasn't. She's apparently been following everyone, including Barbie, who's been trained by the military as a tracker and was completely undetected. And I'm just kind of like, what? no, no. It, it, it rang false to me in a way that nothing on this show has yet. Yes. And I understand why they're doing it, and I appreciate the opportunities that having a character like that on the show right. provide us story-wise, but it strains but you just You've been a squatter for eight days eight and are days. showing up to the public now. Yeah. You wound you 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 found the one house with enough food and supplies that you didn't freak out with everybody else, but were still able to roam under under the dome. I undetected. mean even Junior, who is an expert at being creepy and like hiding and jumping out of corners, yeah. people are still able to find him. Uh, they find him everywhere. And even Angie, after four days, people started asking about her. Exactly. Thank you. But no, she's just been there. Anyway. You don't have a bomb shelter excuse, Max. You do not have a bomb shelter excuse, okay? There are people with bomb shelter excuses and people without them. And guess what? You are without (laughs) them. Anyway, so she is the the evil lady that uh, Big Jim connected with to run drug make drugs and run drugs through the town. The drug in question is called Rapture. Uh Reverend Coggins was cooking up So perfect. Yeah, I know. Well, it's perfect for Reverend Coggins. And it's also perfect because they're in this kind of like end of the world end scenario. End of the world scenario. Yeah. Um is it some kind of allegory, do you think? I mean, we haven't really seen much of much of the effects of this, but apparently when this guy took it at the very least, he thought the dome was talking to him. Yes. Leading to the classic line of dialogue. <laughs> Stop, Stop talking, talking to, to me, me dome. dome. What? Best. best. Best line. Best line reading ever. Yes. Um, that man should get an Emmy. I'm yeah. I'm plugging for you, random guy whose name I think was Larry on the show. Yeah, random guy who's who we think was Larry. Larry, you deserve a best <laughs> a best guest star Emmy or at least a nomination. For your wigged out appearance as Larry, the guy who strung out on Rapture, very believable in Ted Utley's house. I felt they, I felt the emotions of that drug through the screen. Totally, it yeah. just, it just seeped through. Yeah, yeah, like like little droplets of water seep. I'm through currently the dome. detoxing from my side dose of Rapture. Yeah. Well, while you're coming down <laughs> from your Rapture high, let's talk about. So, uh, Barbie and Jim kind of had a, a showdown at the end of the last episode. They really kind of came at loggerheads. And uh, Barbie doesn't trust Jim. Jim doesn't trust Barbie. And there was that moment where Barbie had the sniper rifle trained on Jim's mm-hmm. head. And even though it's kind of cold-blooded, part of me was just like, dude, if you if you do this, if you just take him out right now, if you take him out right now, you could solve so many problems. But he's not Big Jim, and that's what it showed us. I he's know. Like, if that he's was better. Big Jim in that situation, he you sure, Big Jim would have done it, and he would have said, oops, that was an accident. Yeah. My, my, I was, my I was trying to shoot the other slipped. guy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But he's better than that. Mm-hmm. But not good enough to tell Julia that he murdered her husband, and now his other main squeeze, his boss, which, like... Dale, Barbara, you are just dating all the hot women in. Is this? Can the, you blame him? Is this the Pacific Northwest or is this the Northeast? Um, I think in in the book 
it was the north east, okay. I think. It seems northeastern. And but in the show, I think they wanted they didn't want to disclose the location because they wanted it to feel like every town. Okay. Well then every hot woman in this county is banging Dale Barbara. Uh, can you can you blame him? Yeah. I mean well Look yes, at him. I can. I can Look blame. at him. I well, no, that's you're asking me can I blame the women? Oh. I can blame him though. Yeah. I can blame him because he, I mean, first of all, he's cheating on his dangerous sexy mob boss girlfriend. I don't think she's really his girlfriend. I think she just wanted to be sassy and go up and be like, "Look what I can do because I'm his boss." Yeah. Well, I mean, he she seems also pretty he seems pretty not. He's into not into it. Her. He's not into it. But she alluded that they did yes. do it for two days straight. Yes. Um. So he was into it at some point. Maybe before she made him kill people and be a thug. Right. Right. That kind of cools off the romance. Yes. A little bit. Um. But she she's tied into both of them, and now they now they both know a little bit of each. No, they don't know each other's secrets. They know that they each have them. Yes. Which, I mean, they already knew, but it's, like, confirmed. Uh, and now this gives um, this gives Big Jim even more of a connection to Barbie. Yeah. Which then is great to have this character connecting them both because they're, it puts them against each other again and again and again. It puts them against each other, but it also unites them in a sense. Yes. Because it... It would have just been the two of them fighting against each other for control of the town. Now they may have to join forces, even though they don't trust each other, right. to boost Max out of town. Right. Um, and Big Jim, of course, with his whole collecting all the guns thing that was Max's idea, kept some from himself for himself. You know something I realized, though? Okay, so Big Jim, in the book, he's called the first selectman, or the second selectman. And then... Uh, here, I think he's a councilman or something. Yeah. Did all the council people get trapped outside the dome into the point that Big Jim is the only one left? Yeah. That was established way back in the pilot. All oh. the other ones were on the float. Which, oh, like, that's right. They were on the float at yeah, that parade at the situation. Parade, which is why, uh. again, never have a parade. <laughs> but, Big Jim Rennie will get left behind. Exactly. But that that also kind of says something about his character that d- didn't really click until just now. Is like, why wasn't he at on the float? They totally just didn't want him there. Right. They didn't invite him. Yeah. And he's all he's all butthurt about it. And that's why he's trying to take over the town. I think he always he probably always wanted to take over the town. Oh, but, sure. Which is why he didn't get invited he's to the me- float. He's megalomaniacal, and he had a wife who c- has fever, future dreams, and paints lots of crazy stuff. Um, I I like this complication of their relationship, of Big Jim and Barbie's, Barbie's. relationship, because uh, Barbie's been purporting to be clean and and you know a good person mm-hmm. throughout all this. And uh, Big Jim is really satisfied to learn that he's just as dirty as Big Jim. Not quite, but close. You know, he's he's he is murdered. He's killed people. And I mean, the question is now that, you know, so Ollie's dead. So now you have the that complication is out. So it brings in when you bring in Max, it's this whole question again of who should run the town and who yeah. is really running the town. Well, now it looks like Max is running the town. Yes. Yeah. And now is she the monarch who who has been crowned or has the monarch not been crowned yet? 
I, I think Angie's the monarch. Well, that remains to be seen. Her her butterfly Even tattoo though- <laughs> is blue and yellow, after all. Great reasoning, Joe. No. Joe is like, gosh, guys, you don't follow the logic. Monarch butterflies, not this color. Yeah, they're orange and black. Duh. <laughs> so she can't possibly be the monarch. <sighs> Joe. Joe is going to get his in, in a second. I want to talk more about about Barbie and Jim. Uh, I, I want to think about like like where where does their relationship go from here? Because now we've exposed a little bit the drug angle. Linda is on is on is on the trail of the propane. We we now know that drugs are in the town. That Reverend Coggins was cooking the drugs. He's going to get more desperate, mm-hmm. and and he's building his stockpile. And that grenade is going to come back. Oh yeah, because he specifically when they had that last scene. He specifically places that grenade as the last item. Totally. Season finale, he's blowing someone up with that grenade. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Uh, and I like that all the guns, instead of... So if this is for the good of the town, and this is something yeah. they're doing on behalf of the town, they should be stored at the police office, right? Yeah. They should be stored at the police headquarters. But totally. instead, they're being stored in Big Jim's creepy greenlit well, bomb shelter. No, they're being stored at the cement factory. Is where they're supposed to be be stored. But he didn't take them all there. No. No. Uh, But also, why should they be at the cement factory either? I think they should just be in the police office. Well, as we know, (laughs) anyone can break into the police office with nothing but hands. (laughs) You don't need keys. You don't need a badge. Everyone's been in that police office at this point. So that is far from the most (laughs) secure location. Yeah, there, there, there are no secure locations in this town. Everyone breaks into everything except for the radio station. No, because Julia breaks in there all the time to to deliver announcements. Anyway, um, <laughs> anything more on on Barbie and Big Jim? Two things. Yeah. I noticed that um, one of the themes that's coming up is should, and it's a theme that comes up in the book too. Um, is this town part of America or is this town now separate from America and should it conduct its activities separately? And um, in the book, and I I mean, I apologize if people think these are spoilers because these are, uh, the only events I mention here are events that have absolutely no no relation to the show or have already passed the chronology of the book and the show. So it's like things that have either already happened or the show is so different that this that, cannot affect yes. your enjoyment of the show. Exactly. Right. I'm, I'm not about giving spoilers and so I wouldn't yeah. I, I don't even think I could at this point because the, they're so drastically different but the there are more um, there are more councilmen stuck under the dome in the book hmm. and so it's again this question of who is the power play but here we have Barbie and Jim but also um, this, th- how should we govern ourselves? And I think Junior mentioned it a couple episodes ago where he's like, oh, well, how do we try people? Yeah. Because we, we don't have a system in place. We don't have a system in place. And so this theme, I think, is going to come up again and again. Absolutely. Of, uh, do, do we govern ourselves like America? Are we America? How do we consider ourselves? Well, especially as we move into the second season. If they're still under the dome by the end of season one, then they're really going to have to settle in for the long haul and right. figure out how this town is going to operate. Right. Because as of right now, it's a loose, it's a loose dictatorship. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Or at the and, very least, it's like a triumvirate. 
it's like it's Big Jim, Linda, and Barbie are kind of the big three voices of authority in town right now. And, and Junior, I, to and there's nothing extent. to really. Whereas in the book, you have the other characters, to, the other council people, to kind of veil that Big Jim is the person vying for authority. Here, yeah. it's just like. It's clear as Balls day. Balls to the wall. Yeah. This is Big Jim's game to win if he wants to win it. Oh, yeah. When he when he strides into the diner at the top of the episode, and he's like, good morning. She's like, it must be a good morning. He's like, yeah, the water's flowing. Everything's perfect. And she's like, yeah, Barbie did a great job. A lot of people helped out with that. <laughs> mostly me. Most, <clears throat> mostly this guy. I found a uh, poster for the second season. Really? A poster for the second season? <laughs> under the dome with Dale Barbara. <laughs> what a handsome face he's got. <laughs> iTunes uh, listeners, Steve has just put up a sign that says "Love Under the Dome" with Dale Barbara, and Dale Barbara is giving a fancy, thoughtful face. Oh on my it. god, it's like it's like Under the Dome meets The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Check it out on YouTube. Find the he is time the Bachelor. Code. He is he is effectively the Bachelor yes. of. Of the dome, and he's much better than any of the bachelors I've ever seen on television. But he's a murderer. He, but he has skills. Uh huh. You're flexing skills. your arms, if not for skills. <laughs> is if if his main skill is being handsome, then that's pretty much it. But he can get water going to different places. He can blow stuff up. And he can fight people. But apparently, he can't track a woman in a in a dress. <laughs> And high heels stalking around in the forest. Okay. I could talk about that all day, but we're not going to. Um, but back to, actually, I, two other things Please. about this. So Max, yeah. who has... Um, again, I like that this is going... Every day of the show is a day under the dam- dome because they mention she's been hiding for eight days. Yeah. Which is a pretty long time. Anyway, and this is the ninth episode. But... um I love how you said the cabin could be the best place for mob operations. It totally could, because they're talking about, you know, drugs, drinking, gambling. And I'm like, wouldn't the ca- cabin be the best place for gambling in the entire town? Yeah. I'm serious. Dig out that floor, underground casino at the cabin. Everyone loves it. Everyone buys in. It's great. Come on, Max. If you're going to be random and show up, you got to at least bring us back to the cabin. You got to at least bring us back to the cabin so that then we can get more clues to Julia about how her husband died so we can move that forward. Because, like, how does he not tell her? Jesus. And they even have that scene where they're like, oh, we're going to do sexy times. And he's, like, thinking about saying it. And then he's like, oh, I won't get sexy times if I say that. But at the same time, he had the good sense to not sleep with her while being yeah, conflicted. Yeah, I appreciated that about him. Yeah, but she she's got to know that everything is not all right because right. he's he he was not he did not have a good front in that scene. No, she's like, is everything okay? He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. everything's fine. It's great. <sighs> hey, babe. I'm just being quiet. I'm just thinking about things that are intense, but have nothing to do with you or me or anything. <laughs> I just have the just weight. Just intense man things. I just have the weight of not the world on my shoulders. That's the weight of the dome on my shoulders. The weight of the dome on my shoulders. So this um, this man that it has all the guns that doesn't want to give them Ted, up. Ted. Ted Utley. Uh, I was kind of disappointed, and by kind of I mean very disappointed, that you bring in an African-American man and you make him... The angry black man. I was very mad about that because it seemed like such a cliche trope thing to do. 
It's like you bring him in and automatically like he's the guy that like like is trying to shoot the crackhead at his or the insane I don't even know what rapture is made of meth. It's meth. it's 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 not quite meth, but it is a chemical compound in the same way that meth is a chemical compound versus an organic drug. So the sort of meth head, you know, he tries to shoot him and he shoots his neighbor and he's like, I would shoot him again. And I'm like, do we re- we really have to have, you know, a, a stereotype angry black man? See, but I didn't I didn't feel like he played it as angry black man. The actor didn't, but yeah. the fact that it's written in there like that was what was frustrating. I, I see your point, and it, it is a bummer, because there are very few uh, African Americans on the show. Right. Uh, which which is a real shame. I do think I've never seen uh, a, a, a black man who's also like a gun nut with tons of guns in his house in you know, a, a quaint little northeastern town. That's I've seen true. a white guy in that role before. Right, that's you true. You know, so uh, I I understand your point. Only, uh, but I don't think I don't think it's that bad. But I do wish that there were more African Americans on the show in positive roles. I think I would have felt show. better because if if that was the case, right? I think. If we didn't because, go weeks between scenes, yeah. Because Carolyn, it's like she she's such a good actress and she doesn't get very many scenes. And even today, they're like. Oh, she's still stuck upstairs. Yeah. Probably because, you know, that actress was only paid for a certain amount of time. Right. And then, um, and then Phil is not. Is almost never on the show. Yeah. Phil's almost never on the show. Carolyn has been missing. And, and then, so it's like you bring in this character that is a stereotype to fill the void, and it just made me kind of upset yeah. about that. I just wish there were, if this is going to be everyday America and you're going to have more. Uh, equal representation of people, I would hope that it would have been more equal. That's true. But there have been plenty of other crazy gun nut people in the show so far. That is true. That is true. Yeah. We do remember the man who shot at the dome. Yeah, exactly. Peter, Paul, Mary. I don't remember his name. Peter, Paul, and Mary (laughs) all shot at the dome. Okay, moving on. Uh, Junior and Angie. So Junior just can't stay away from Angie. He just, he, he just flat out ignores what his dad says. And Angie is just like... He is in love. I know. But like Angie was so like one note in this episode. It was all like, like I'm up here and I'm freaked out. Or I'm low here and I don't know what's going on. But I'm going to find out. P.S. I love how she's 19 and or 20 and uh, just basically is like, Big Jim, I would like the deed to this restaurant. Free and clear. Free and clear. Yeah. Which she knows she can ask for because of the basement situation, bomb yeah. shelter situation. But still, I was like... I don't think it's a good idea for a 19 or 20 year old to run yeah, that I don't know that I don't know that she can. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate her gumption. Yes. Gumption <laughs> is the word for it. She's got serious gumption. Uh, large gumption. Yes. Yes. Just big old gumption. A lot of gumption. Hanging from her. <laughs> um, to take over that place. But I don't know. Here's the thing. So like when Junior in the first episode, right? He says, I'm the only person who knows what's really going on. And, of course, we all were like, okay, you're crazy. Right. But, I know, but it helps because the actor who's playing this role plays him as crazy. Like, yeah. he plays him as an off-centered individual. Right. So they clearly meant for us to watch this and be like, all right, crazy. Right. But now we have this painting connection. He said he knew that she was sick from the first day. 
I don't know how that's possible unless, right? So his mom was nuts, mm-hmm. but she had dome dreams mm-hmm. and she painted dome stuff. Mm-hmm. He is somehow related to the pink stars falling. Can we say with some level of definitiveness, he's the fourth hand? I, there are only two people I think who could be the fourth hand. Okay. One is him yeah. because of his dome connectedness um, and his kind of like mental instability to understand where that is. Yeah. Or uh, Dodie. Yeah. Just because of what we saw in the preview. Yeah. Or, okay, okay, maybe this is the third one. Or is there anybody else we know who's had a seizure? Who? Um, no. Not, not that I know of. I mean, Phil collapsed, but that was because of the, of the of meningitis. Uh, or the, the meningitis, meningitis. And then getting shot. And then getting shot. Um, I'm trying to think. Here's the thing. I, who I want to be the fourth hand, I want Ben to be the fourth hand. I think that he deserves it. He has been on the sidelines for long enough. He brought Truman into the show, and Truman is easily the breakout character <laughs> of this the season. The breakout canine of this season. Exactly. Solving crimes and, and, and cracking jokes. Not really. But that's how I imagine Truman. Like McGruff the dog? Exactly. <laughs> he's like he's like McGruff. He takes a bite out of crime under the dome. Yeah. And I think Ben... It's either Ben or it's Junior. It's probably Junior. But I want it to be Ben. Cause and you know, Ben has a bigger part. Ben hangs out with the kids more, the teenage kids, in, teenagers in the more in the book. Ooh. And so I just, I'm like, I'm I'm with you too for rooting for Ben. Because yeah. I think people feel like he gets forgotten because he's kind of a burnout. Because he is kind of a burnout. But every town needs one. But he stood up for Angie in the last episode. And Damn I appreciated right. that yeah. about him. He likes her and he deserves her. And they're totally going to get together. It's going to happen. Her and Ben forever. <laughs> Heart with, carved in the tree. It's happening. Anyway. Until Junior eats his brains. Exactly. Because Junior's <laughs> crazy. But that could also mean that Junior is the fourth hand because he's yeah. just more tapped into the dome yes. than the rest of them. So, But that's the thing. My Coming back, circling through all that, <laughs> back to my question. How much does Junior actually know and how much of it is delusion? See, that is the point where... And I know I've had these moments in the past watching Under the Dome yeah. where I'm like, oh, but Junior, oh, I like you. Like, there are certain moments where I'm like, okay, that's just crazy and you can't do that. And then there are moments where I'm like, but Junior. Yeah. Um, and this was another one of those moments where I'm like, there are so many TV shows and movies that rely on the idea of the crazy person actually is not too crazy, knows a little bit something extra. Right. And so I feel that there is a big level of Junior does know something extra, and that kind of puts his actions, not makes them all right, yeah. of course, but, like, puts them into a more understandable light. Yeah. And I started kind of, like, feeling bad for thinking he was terrible, and I'm like, oh, but he kind of, um, he has these rationales in his brain that are that are uh, more, make more sense with this. And it's not like... Whereas his dad is just a cold-blooded murderer, you can kind of see where Junior now, 
he hasn't killed anybody. Yeah. And well, he killed that one guy, but that was because he hurt Angie. Yeah, I know. but I mean, the the things he does are a little bit more justified than his dad, and yeah. you kind of see, okay, I kind of see where you're coming from now. He's kind of like a puppy with rabies, except the rabies only crops up like kind of like um uh the. Not uh, kind of like bipolar rabies. Yes, you know it, it only crops up every once in a while. Uh, but then he's sweet again. Yeah, you know he's harmless until he's not. My, but the interesting thing, so he hears her say the pink stars are falling mm-hmm. in lines, and he connects it to this painting. But he tries to make it sound like it's the same sickness that he's known about since the beginning. So I want to know how much more does he know? Because if he really knew what was going on on day one, it would have nothing to do with the pink star painting. It would have nothing to do with that. That doesn't. Well, they had that doesn't jive. Didn't uh, the didn't um, Joe had a seizure on the first day? Yeah, Joe had a seizure on the first. day. Yeah. So I'm, but I. But Junior didn't know that. No, but I'm wondering if he does know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm wondering how in tune he is to things. He has the shining. (laughs) He has the shining. He reminds me of, um, did you ever watch Six Feet Under? Yeah. Jeremy Sisto's character on Six Feet Under. He completely reminds me of that, and now I have kind of like a mini crush on him, because I'm like, Jeremy Sisto's character ended up like, getting a hold of himself. Maybe Junior will, too. And he was like, dark and sexy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm not quite there yet. (laughs) I still think his face is gigantic, but I understand... Junior, I now have a mini crush on you, like Jeremy Sisto. Yeah, she has a mini crush inside of a larger crush. Uh, That has to do more with Jeremy Sisto. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Under a dome. Under Under a dome. dome. Thank you. With an egg inside, filled with pink stars. (laughs) Um, So I just want to take a quick second and talk about iTunes and YouTube. Guys, thank you so much. You've been so vocal, especially on YouTube, and we really love reading your comments and your reviews on iTunes. Uh, please keep up the good work. Uh, we'd love it if more of you would be willing to rate the show on iTunes. We we listen to your feedback. We love maintaining a conversation with our audience, and we want to keep doing this show uh, for many years to come, however many years the show is on, and maybe even after it's off the air. But that's a secret. Uh, so please, Secret after the dome parties. Yes. Uh, and the only way for us to be able to continue to do that is to continue to get good feedback, because that makes our bosses happy, that makes us happy, and we bring the energy back to you under the dome. Cool. All right. So Julia, Joe, Nori, and Dodie are kind of lumped into this mini dome getting moved storyline. Yes. Uh, which ties into what we were just talking about. Which I initially thought we were watching it and I thought Junior had stolen it because of yeah, what he, he knows. Right, and because he wanted to take her to the shed. Yeah, and because he kept giving her those little dome globes. Mm-hmm. Or oh, the I, snow globes. Yeah, I assumed that was Junior it, giving her the snow it globes. It totally was Junior giving her the snow globes. I wonder if, what that sig- signifies. Yeah. Did not make that connection. Which is why I, why I was like Hmm, I wonder if he stole the 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 mini dome because of what he knows, yeah. but we found out that Joe slept walked with it. Yeah. Real quick, I just want to talk about the other paintings in the shed cuz we're probably going to go back there and there're probably going to be more paintings that mean stuff. We I we do also love how um 
the Rennie family seems to own like every creepy like underground. It's because they're dilapidated rich. property. When you're rich, you buy up creepy underground dilapidated properties because eventually they'll skyrocket. Okay, it's just one of the perks of being the richest family in town. Anyway, the other paintings are not good paintings. Is she's clearly not a pro- she was not a professional. No. Uh, it was and, a hobby. But most of them are just kind of like stick figures with like kind of color dripping down on them. Sad stick figures. Sad stick figures. So I'm wondering if maybe the color is dome, perhaps? Or the rain inside the dome? Yeah. Or dome sadness crying? Maybe. I don't know. It, it's it may, Maybe it's the dome's tears. The tears of the dome. Tears. <laughs> Children of a lesser dome. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm serious. It's it's entirely possible. But anyway, so mini dome's gone. Turns out Joe in the middle of the night got dome awakened mm-hmm. and slept walked and pick up picked up the mini dome and Which by it. the way looked kind of heavy. Yeah, really heavy, you know, cuz it's got all this earth and who knows how much it actually weighs. Uh and also like dug a clean sphere out of the ground. Uh, which doesn't make any Maybe sense. Truman helped him. Maybe Truman helped him. But Truman doesn't like the mini dome. He no. didn't get close to it. You know, Truman's smart. Truman is the best written character on this show. <laughs> he is very smart, and he has never made a mistake. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, he picks it up in the middle of the night and carries it to the shed and promptly forgets about it, because the dome doesn't want people to right. know what's going on other than the keys. Right. The children are the keys. And, uh. The royal dumb family, as I like to think of exactly. them. Exactly. Which, like, begs the question again how is Nori related to these people? Mm hmm. Unless, somehow, the dome knew that these, that Angie and Joe and then their two paramours, because it's totally going to be whoever yeah, Angie if it's is with. Junior. Yeah, or Ben, because Ben and Angie are going to get together, right? Right, Jackie? It's totally going to happen. Anyway, <laughs> they totally knew that they had to come together to to solve the dome problem. Right. Whatever the dome problem is, right. they're all part of it. Yes. So, kind of, Nori brought the dome down, I think, by entering... By entering the area. They're all, you think that because they were finally, the dome knew they were all there, it secured the area. It secured the area so that they couldn't, so that they would remain in proximity to each other. I think that makes sense. Yeah. I buy that. Her entering the, 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 their proximity brought the dome down, I think. Uh, So now they have to. I don't know. I don't know what. What is, what is the. They have to communicate with it or hatch the egg. Yeah, what does the egg unlock? We don't know. Yeah. The egg- but we know that the center can be moved, which makes me wonder how this is going to affect the outer dome, because they moved it from where it was in the center of town. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the dome moves. It, it, no, I just wonder if it, it'll throw it off balance or maybe something maybe. like that. It'll affect know. the magnetism of the dome. I feel like we would have already seen the effects of that but maybe that's for next episode because they spent most of the episode just like wondering where it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Yagi is broken, apparently. We don't know that for sure. Right. Dodie could be lying. Dodie could be lying because she does not trust Joe and Nori and she wants to tell people, but she still hasn't, so that's good. Um, and she misses Phil, 
who was stupid enough to step in front of a bullet, and she talks about him like Dodie and Phil forever. Yes. <laughs> oh my! Let's just find a tree and just put all of our couples <laughs> on it, because uh, there's a lot of them on this show. Follow us for Under the Dome fanfic. Yes, Under the Dome fanfic. Uh, Dodie, Phil, Ben, Angie. Uh, <laughs> Big Jim Rose before she died. <laughs> Big Jim, Zombie Rose. Yeah. Uh, Truman and any other dog under the dome. <laughs> we haven't seen any, but there probably is one. Yeah. It, it was probably hiding out with Max in the, you know, <laughs> empty house. The dome and the atmosphere. <laughs> you know, like, that's that's yeah. good good fiction. Good fan fiction. I'm glad, I'm glad we're doing this. I'm glad we're taking this step, Jackie. It's the important next step in our Under the Dome fandom. It's true. It's so true. We can also make Under the Dome paintings like, uh, sure. Junior's mom. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah let's just get, I'm really good at stick figures. I mean, you, you were high on Rapture. Did you paint anything while you were? Um, I didn't have enough time between moving from the other room to this one. Sure. That took but, a long time. Yeah. But next time. Next okay. time. Next time. If I have a couple more minutes. It's always next time. Um, anything else on on those those folks? Julia isn't going to find out about the mini dome, or at least they don't want to tell her. Right. But it, according to the scenes from next week, people find it pretty yes. quickly. Yes. Pretty quickly. Um, no, nothing on that storyline. I guess we have to talk about Linda's. Yeah. Final story. So, okay. Linda so gets one. Linda finally gets a storyline. You go, girl. You go, girl. You got a storyline. You got it yourself. <laughs> and it is only going to develop from here. And I just want to say, good on you. Good on your mama. Good on your papa. Good on everybody, because you are finally a part of the show. So, great. Yeah, so Linda finds out that uh, that all the propane is being used for nefarious purposes, right. namely rapture. Yes, and that Duke was a part of it. Yes, she her sees sweet, it. sweet Duke. Yes, she sees it on the um, security feed. Yeah, uh, and she can't believe it. She's so hurt. Uh, but now it's the town's propane depository. But does she know that Big Jim manages it? I mean, she has to, she right? She has to. Like, I feel like, you know, I feel like people, that might have been one of his duties as a councilman. Yeah. Okay, you... Manage propane. Manage propane. Yeah. You know, as you do. But You she, manage guns, you manage propane. Yeah. She also sees Max on the video, and... Uh, I'm wondering if she has seen Max at all during the first eight days. Probably, Probably not, not. Because Max is a chameleon, apparently, of uh, possessing great ninja powers uh, to be able to stalk around the Because she looks just like everybody else in the town in yeah, her high she fashion looks, outfits. <laughs> exactly. She looks just like everybody else. She's only a statuesque blonde in a power <laughs> dress and a leather jacket. Fun. Compared to... Everybody else in button-down shirts exactly. and jeans. And guns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she's going to investigate, and she's going to uncover all the drugs, and she's going to hopefully make an arrest and hopefully not get killed. Don't kill her. No. Don't kill her, showrunners, okay? Linda's got a big heart. Yeah. We out of all the people that we've cared about so far, it's, re- it's really only been... It's, we've, it's tied. It's Duke died... And uh, and Alice died. Mm-hmm. I don't want another lady death. Coggins and Rose died. died. And Rose died. Coggins died, but we didn't care about Coggins. 
We need another, it's like... It's probably best for Coggins. Yeah. He was too creepy. He was creepy and not in, like, the tension way, but in the, like, loose cannon. Like, all right, Do you buddy. like how Barbie mentions when they're going into the funeral home? He's like, oh, I've never seen a pastor be also the, like... Yeah, the funeral, mortician. The mortician. Yeah. She's like, he ran a body and soul shop. <laughs> Bed, bath, and body and soul, or like body and soul works. Bath and body and soul works. There's something there. It's beyond the bath and body and soul works. But still under the dome. All right. I think we should move into predictions. Oh, P.S. Random side note. Um, And now. I like how now that Barbie and Julia are getting closer, they're starting to wear like matching colors. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. They both have these like cute blues on. I was like, oh. Couple. Yeah, but not really, because he is a liar. Mm, um, so okay, so Julia needs to find out at some point. Yes, uh, here's here's, and that's the threat that Max has over, over him, over Barbie. Yeah, but here's the thing: he either needs it's it, it's going to come down one of two ways. Either she finds out because Max tells her because Barbie refuses to do something that she says, right? Or to take that power out of her hands, he's going to have to tell her and right. do the hard thing. It's not going to happen next episode. I hope it happens by the end of the season. Because he can't keep lying to her. I know. Yeah. But next episode is Fight Club Under the Dome. Fight Club Under the Dome, and Barbie is forced to fight. Uh, I I just feel like the cabin should come into this now. Because it's like, she's already running Fight Club Under the Dome. She might as well run other shanty things in the cabin. Bring it back! Run Fight Club out of the cabin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Although it looks like a larger space, it's probably the old cement factory. Right. Um... But how is it that no one else in town is going to question that she's there? Because, again, she looks, she looks like no one in their town. And it's a small town. Everyone knows everybody in the town. And they all know that there were the three strangers who came in from out of town who got trapped. Mm-hmm. Or four strangers, because Barbie was also a stranger. Yes. Everyone knows about that. So how is it that no one is going to question that Max is there at the fight club? Or or even as to the legality under their dome terms of running a fight club. Yeah, well, I mean, they're all bored. That's that's the yeah. thing that she said. You know, we've got no cell phones, no internet, no TV. Let's get some entertainment. Fighting. They couldn't just do a play. No, no plays. Couldn't nope. just do Shakespeare under the dome. Yeah, no Shakespeare <laughs> in the park. I want Shakespeare under the dome. All right, Jackie, where can the people find you? At 123Jackie underscore B. Jackie is J-A-C-Q-U-E on Twitter. Yeah. All right, and you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Breaking Bad and Low Winter Sun after shows. Up next. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV. TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 